It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You were mentioning on the show today, Shauna, that you, you've noticed people seem to be experiencing a collective winter blues right now or something. It's really weird. Like, it's everyone I know seems to just be a little bit down right now for various reasons. But I was like, this is weird. And then I was talking to one friend about this. And then on Twitter, I went on later that night and another friend was saying, like, have you noticed huh. that people's mood isn't weird? And I was like, yes, I have actually. What do you think that is? I think it it's probably a combination of things. First of all, this is a stressful time of year, of course. Like, it's the crunch before Christmas. I also was wondering if, you know, the last couple of years for Christmas, people have been able to chill a little more because it's mm-hmm. been COVID. I'm almost wondering if, you know, people are not used to how busy this time of year truly is when everything's in full swing. Like feeling the stress of the hustle and bustle of it? And all the, like, Christmas parties are back and everything. Not to mention, like, Christmas parties mean a lot of boozing and probably not as much sleep. Yeah. And that, of course, plays a part in your mood. And then it's been freezing. So. I always think, yeah, the weather is such a big factor. Yeah. And November and December have been shit here so far. We had a beautiful fall. Yeah. And then it's been, a, so far, not a great winter. And it's just, like, super dark at this time of year. It so is. Yeah, actually, and it, the other friend that was talking about this, they're in Toronto. So it's, and the weather there's been mild. So... Uh than like Canada-wide for some reason, but you're right, it is the darkest time of the year, so that probably plays a part into it as well. It's funny because you and I always talk about, we notice shifts in the city, in the mood of the city. Yep. And sometimes, I don't know, it could be weather dependent, maybe it's like the cost of things, but like people will be very irritable with us even. Yep. You know, people get mad at us for things they wouldn't normally get mad at us about, and we're like, geez, what's up with everybody lately? Yeah, it's so weird because we can totally, we can gauge a collective mood of the city from here, which is bizarre. It is very weird. Yeah. Well, it's supposed it, to be nice over the next few days, so hopefully... Beckler, it's probably that Mercury is in retrograde. Oh, my God. That's all it is. Not anything and but that. We can't we can't help that, so... Well, hopefully we can make you laugh today. We have a nice, long podcast for you in etymology, little victories. Um, we're going to talk about strip clubs and who likes them. Rampers. A suggestion for an international hockey tournament that I thought was interesting. A word that you might be saying wrong. The goat... Of couples, the goat of romantic couples, where Alberta's hippie capital might be. I spotted some Terry's yesterday. I was very excited about that. Some new names for your gut. That's after your out-of-context clip of the show. Spruces, firs, birches, and larches provide shelter for a wide variety of animals. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about uh, Wood Buffalo National Park. Up north, specifically yeah. it was specifically about the First Nations people who were displaced when the park was created 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this just happens to coincide with Geography Week, which I'm doing on What Did You Learn Today? And mentioning Wood Buffalo National Park a few times. But anyway, the podcast <laughs> used this clip from a nature documentary about Wood Buffalo National Park that was made a few years ago. And I just wanted you to hear the narrator's voice. Okay. That minute park of only 26 square kilometers was the embryo of one of the largest national parks in the world. Oh my God. Its role was to conserve the flora and fauna of the American boreal forests, and in particular, the wood buffalo, a largely unknown subspecies, which provided both the name and the raison d'etre for this new nature reserve. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> How are you feeling so far about his voice, you know? I hate his voice. <laughs> the Wood Buffalo National Park covers... Oh, there's, oh, there's more. Oh, Hang on. It's an area of 44,900 square kilometers, almost one and a half times the size of Belgium. It provides an unspoiled example of the landscape that predominates in Canada, the boreal forest, which goes from Alaska to Newfoundland and accounts for almost 80% of the forested area of Canada. I can't. I can't. <laughs> he's, I want to punch him. He said so many words so weirdly. It's, oh, my God. And it sounds like he has an underbite, like the way he talks. It accounts for ninety percent of the flora and fauna. Like that's Canada. that's a new type of voice. It's got like a it's a zip to it. There's a zip to his voice. Like hey, I'd never heard it before. Lord, <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face. Oh my it's god. It's like nasally oh. and it's a European and accent it's and he's like just butchering the pronunciation. And the embroil of the national park. The raison d'etre. Spruces, firs, birches and larches provide shelter for a one. No way. Gotta go back. Spruces, firs, birches and larches. Oh my god. <laughs> Spruces, and larches. Spruces, firs, birches, and larches. Spruces, birches, There's this commercial airing for, I think it's Safeway right now, and they're talking about this delicious Christmas cake thing, and at one point they use a fairly descriptive word for stomach. And I was like, okay, it's okay, but I, I, I recorded this for you. Even if you thought you couldn't possibly have another bite, a vacancy opens in the food hotel you call your stomach. So the food hotel. Food hotel. That's pretty funny. Which, I mean, is pretty good. Like uh, it. It's also like the food's only staying there for a little while. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> it is fair. Okay. Like so it's that. not too, too bad. But I was thinking you and I as the, you know, I don't want to say the kings and queens of coming up for alternative words for body parts, but we're pretty damn good at it. We pride ourselves on it. Yeah, We really we do. do. And I was thinking that I think we could have come up with some better ones. They should have just asked us. Yeah. Like what even, would you go with? Well, your Dunlop. Dunlop is one of my favorites of yeah. all time. Dunlop. Is it because of the tire? Yeah. Is that why you came up with it? Yes. <laughs> big old spare tire yes, on you? Yes, it's a big old spare tire. Like spare tire, people say, but Dunlop just takes it one further, right? One of my favorites is from Trailer Park Boys, where Randy says he's off the cheeseburgers. And I've seen you drive 15 burgers into that big old gut locker of yours. See, gut so locker. gut that's... locker, cheeseburger locker. Yeah. Those are two of my favorites. Cake box. <laughs> one that I don't mind old cake box on you there your crock pot your pastry you pantry your cistern your butter bin your slip tank your rumpa bum bum your boiler your treasure chest huh? big old set of bagpipes on them <laughs> your safety waffles just in case you go starving there and there your picnic basket oh yeah your butter bin your sloppy joe your bay window your studebaker <laughs> your your gunther I don't know why it has a name. But it's your, your brew pie, Gerald Garner. Oh, that's, <laughs> that doesn't even make any it sense. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A couple of Terry sightings yesterday. Oh, great. Share with you. Perfect, please. Uh, one was a photo I saw in my feed, and it was this 
this dude, middle-aged dude or so, he was at a craft brewery. And craft brew, craft beer isn't usually Terry's first choice. No. I mean, he'll drink beer's a beer, but Terry prefers his his cheaper. Bud Light. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. Loves his Bud Light. Definitely. Yeah, loves that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy was wearing a Santa shirt that said, it's the most wonderful time for a beer. Love it. I need that <laughs> shirt, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean pun. Yeah. Uh, the second one, this is big time Terry stuff. I was at the mall and parked next to my truck was an older truck, really nice older truck. Okay. With a sticker on the back window, big sticker that said, I love hot moms. <laughs> well, Terry, that's good to know. Yep, that's... Uh, it, was, it was pretty big. Like. You know, having that as a... Like, that's a choice. You know, That's a big part of your personality. If you're putting a big sticker like that in the back, then you want everybody to know how much yeah. you love the hot moms, we right? We all like, love hot moms. Yeah. I love hot moms too, Terry. But I you just have don't to have state your claim giant publicly for everybody to know. Just in case you happen to be driving past, Terry, and you're a hot mom, and you're single, oh. and maybe looking and... Hey, hot mom! I'm interested in you. That's what he's doing. Or maybe he's like one-upping. It's like I said, I like hot mom. I have a, I have a hot mom's power ranking of the moms at Bo's school. Yeah. Not I, to this level. No. Beckler. Maybe that's the, maybe that's his goal. Yeah. Like, oh, you think you like hot mm-hmm. moms. No, I. Let's see the back window of your truck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have a tattoo, too. It says the same thing. I love hot moms, okay? <laughs> yeah, you can't beat me. You cannot one-up me in my hot moms. You don't know anything about hot moms. Yeah. <laughs> You think you like hot moms? Want to see the hot moms I've conquered? I'll show you. DNS in 20 minutes or less. Would you consider Canmore the hippie capital of Alberta? Hmm. I was thinking about this. I don't know why. Intriguing. Yeah. I was like, would this be the closest to a hippie town we have in Alberta? Like, we're the one province that we really don't have. Whereas you go to Nelson, BC, for example. Okay. That is a true hippie town. That's the place. Do you remember when I was there with Cliff and we were in the cab and the cab was all mad and he was just like, the last person that got in here just tried to pay me in good vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Of course yeah, they did. The Petro can doesn't accept good vibes. I'm sorry, I'm going to need real money. This doesn't pay my bills, sir. You cannot pay me in good vibes. Yeah, and then you hear about just some crazy hippiedom going out on Vancouver Island and stuff, right? Like, There's And I've been to a few of those, like, yeah, the t- like little hamlets and stuff all around there. And you know, like, it's very hippie. People but, don't own shoes. No. They don't own shoes. No, no. They don't know what shoes are. They were raised without them. They've never worn them. It's just a thing. So yeah, we I have like, nothing even close to that in Alberta, do we? We don't. We don't. But so you're thinking Canmore. I was kind of thinking, so I was driving through there the other day, and I mean, this isn't much, but it was it was minus 20 out, and it was just like, tons of people were out hiking and biking and running, and you know, you always hear Canmore, and you go there, and there there's the rumblings of the tourists, they don't, they don't like that. Mm-hmm. There's just some times that I go through there, and I'm like, it is a little more hippie than other parts of Alberta, for sure, whether it would be the most hippie. I mean, I haven't been... Is there any little pockets that hmm. tiny little hamlets or towns maybe I haven't been to that are hippie? I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, being outside in the cold doesn't necessarily make them hippie. Does it? Like, no. You see that in Edmonton. You see that in Saskatchewan. Totally. You see that in cold weather cities, right? But very active. It's like in a, in a way where they are very particular about healthy living and stuff. And yeah. again, not that that's hip, That's just being all, good for you. But. There's so much money in Canmore, though, <sighs> which is a strike against its hippiness, right? right? Because, mm-hmm. you know... Like Lots a lot of, of RVs probably, park there, though. Mm, good point. Yeah. It's yeah, expensive, you're it's an expensive right. place to live these days, isn't mm-hmm. it? It is. So, yeah. 
Maybe. That takes away from you. Can't, you can't pay for a Camorra house in good vibes. You really can't. <laughs> so. I'm trying to think, like, when I lived in northern BC, I remember <laughs> when I first moved there, in the first few months I lived there, several elderly mushroom pickers went missing in the woods. Right, yeah. And I was like, this, this is just not something I, I hear about where I'm from. No. Nope. So maybe you, you could look through the news and see which We're town all- has had the most elderly mushroom pickers go missing. That's, <laughs> I think that's a pretty good okay. <laughs> indicator that you're in hippie country. This is also interesting. <laughs> Calgary's former mayor, I learned, was uh, a hippie potter when he first moved to Canmore. He is a self-proclaimed hippie potter Who before he became the mayor. Canmore's former mayor? Former mayor, oh, okay. John Borrowman. And I was like, okay, so that's a that's a point for because is it ever? former yeah. mayor was a hippie potter before being mayor. <laughs> I'm a potter, sir. <laughs> I'm a potter. But yes, he isn't necessarily happy about the direction Canmore's gone, I'm sure, because it's now become a lot more expensive and he can't go pick mushrooms in the bush. And, and I would think a lot of the uh, <laughs> the original hippies that moved there probably feel the same way, yes. right? Yeah, definitely. Too much money coming in, too many yuppies. You're right, but I'm going to go look for all the missing... Mushroom pickers sure. and see if there's a town in Elport they're from. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Our family is watching that Netflix series Wednesday. Oh, right how now. is it? Uh, we're really enjoying it. It's Good. kind of scared the boys. Oh. It's a bit scary in places, so I don't know if we'll be able to finish as a family. But it's about Wednesday Adams, if you haven't watched it yet. And Bo was asking about the other iterations of the Adams family, because there was one on TV when we grew up. Yep. And then I think there's an older one still. Um, and I was thinking, Gomez and Morticia... We're such a great couple, oh, weren't so they? Oh, so lovely. Yeah. They've got to be one of the best fictional couples ever, because mm-hmm. they're like, is there anybody more in love than Gomez and Morticia Adams? I don't think so. Don't think so either. No. And they, they have their own like unique type of weird, and it just happens to be perfect together. Yeah. They're a great couple. Totally. I was like, who's the goat of couples? When I was thinking oh. about that, I was like, okay, who is the goat of couples? Fictional, r- real world, historical, living, who... Like, out of romantic couples, who would you say is the GOAT? I mean, right off the bat, I can think of John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Okay. I mean, Even they... Even it tore the Beatles apart? Yeah. Like, super influential. I mean, people still talk to them, like, about that couple to this day. Yeah. Like, that would be a big one for sure. And you can just use their first names and everyone knows exactly who you're talking totally. about. John and Yoko. Yeah. So that's, okay. like, the one that comes off right off the top. Uh, who else would be on your list? Like Brad and Angelina, because of... Okay. I mean, so you're thinking of celebrity couples for yeah, sure. Yeah. That's that's kind of where my mind kept going. I was thinking powerful and influential couples is where my mind went to. So Ooh. I would think like Barack and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or like, I guess they're divorced now, but Bill and Melinda Gates. Like you think of the work that their foundation uh, has done. One. And yeah. even the fact that they, you know, they divorced last year, but they're still both, they're, they're still co-chairs of the foundation. So like... It's like, hey, we might not get along on a personal level, like yes. a romantic, but the the work that we're doing is still so important that it should continue. So, yeah, I gotta yeah re- that's a big one. I respect that totally. What about the OGs, Adam and Eve? They had pretty yeah. good life, hey, just hanging out naked, eating I think fruit, talking to snakes. You know, that we, sounds pretty. Well, good. Well, we talked about duos before, and I think Adam and Eve is who we suggested too. Or is the goat of duos, the goat of duos, mm. in the same way, and so, also a romantic couple. Yeah. So okay. I mean, I, okay. I don't know if it gets more goaty than them, really. Um, so almost I'm, cheating. <laughs> anybody else? Anybody else you put on the list? I, I kept like Sunny and Cher, just the people who, when you say their names. Like, just go hand in hand, yeah. and, and that they really stick out. So Romeo those, and those Juliet. types. Romeo and Juliet's a big one as well. If you're going, yeah. Serious answer. Uh, I would maybe go with Marie and Pierre Curie, who were they were physicists, and they discovered they won the Nobel Prize. They discovered a couple elements, 
okay. they were married the whole time. So, oh, that's beautiful. Like the fact that you know you could you never know, heard their names in my life before. What? So, You've never heard of Marie Curie before? Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Again, not one of those things that sticks in my mind. Yeah. Clearly, yeah, interesting. Just the fact that you know you could get so much, you could make such advancements in your field mm-hmm. while and also still like be. be together and get along. And yeah, that like takes a lot. Together as a as a couple, working and, and being together. Team. Yeah, that's a lot. That's awesome. Okay, so I think that they would be my choice if I'm going with those. This are my, I, I just stuck with celebrities, and that's all I could think of. So yeah, you're you win. Other than Gomez and Morticia, of course. Of course. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I had the TV on in the background yesterday, and there were two different perfume commercials who like came up, and both of them I noticed something very strange about it because it's no longer called perfume. Apparently, the word is parfum now. Oh, somebody has decided that perfume is out, and parfum is in. I have this clip just to explain. Here you go. Eternity, Calvin Klein, and now the new Eternity parfum for him. And both of the commercials were like that. So I'm not like, it wasn't just a stylistic thing that one chose. These were two different types of perfumes and parfum. She is really what stunk up that Ooh, word, Like, didn't just she? listen to that punch. Parfum. 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 So, like, I don't know when this became a thing. I don't know who decided this, but apparently perfume is not. And per- So here, as a Sasky, Beckler, I know that you really... I really struggle with French words. You really struggle words, with these yeah. acts. And so to practice your parfum. Parfum. Oh, I'm doing was, pretty good, aren't I? That was I? really good, actually. Watch me just casually slip it into <laughs> into conversation. Hey, McKenna, do you want some parfum for Christmas? And like, I have a, a tongue roll with it. Do a parfum? <laughs> Would you like some parfum? Someone's wearing some very strong parfum here. Oh my god, it's so bizarre. Like I was just like, and it's you know she's speaking without an accent. It's not like the rest, and then just parfum. Yeah, she hits it hard. Like yeah. Calvin Klein, and now the new eternity parfum for him. And and then the oh the parfum for her. I've seen that word spelled out before. Is I thought is perfume an English word? I don't even know. I'm very confused by the whole thing. Look but this up here, parfum is because like they you still look up if you Google perfume. Yeah. You know that's what you're Googling and it'll pop up all the perfumes. Do but we're going with parfum. Totally instead. different if I search parfum. parfum. I do. Look at that. Parfum. All these bums out here wearing perfume. I know. Get no, with it. Parfum. Start wearing parfum. Parfum is the way. V and S in 20 minutes or less. I was just laughing at your parfum thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so recently there's the crematorium calling themselves crematorium now. Oh, really? Okay. We're changing yeah, that, that one too now. Mm, yeah, the ads are like the crematorium. But I'm like, crema? That's like what's on your coffee. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they didn't like the sound of cream. Like, they're not creaming people in there. <laughs> no, they're clemming them. They're cremming them. <laughs> they're cremming <laughs> them. Yeah. <laughs> so weird what they're doing with words, man. I like it. It's funny. Hey, but look at this. We're all up on it now. Yeah, we're learning. Yeah, we're, we're the hipsters now, right? Bunch of fancy Terry's out here. We got to stay on top of these things, okay? <laughs> We can't, we can't have people coming in here and being like these. Yeah, you'll, fall behind. you'll fall behind real quickly, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got to make sure the tourists know that we're we're hip. We're with it. Crematorium <laughs> and parfum. Crematoriums and, and we wear the parfum. We wear parfums so we don't smell the crematorium. Yes. <laughs> What's your name, man? Hey, I'm Brad. You guys have a great day. I have a couple quick shout-outs, if I could, as well. Please. Uh, first of all, Jax, I met at Moon Tricks. Huge fan of the show. Jax is awesome. Hey, Jax. Hi, Jax. Travis is getting shipped back up north, and I said that I'd give him a shout-out because... 
God bless you, and thank you for doing your work up north. Uh, and then Connor and Brooke, I met up at Lake Louise over the weekend, and uh, I was chatting with them. I actually did a couple laps with them, which was awesome. Nice. So want to give a, a shout out to all of those people. You are all fantastic. Did you meet them in the lodge or like on the hill? On the hill. Um, it how was do, funny because... How do people recognize each other in gear? I have no idea. I think it's because my jacket is so obnoxious. So if you follow me on any social media, you probably have seen my bright ass snowboard jacket. Okay. So I think that must be it because it was funny. Um, Brooke and Connor, the one run before, um, I, th- I saw them like look back at me a little bit and, and gave me a smile. And I was like, oh, I wonder if maybe they're listeners. And then I was like, meh. And then next run down, I, I was going, I was by myself, so I asked if I could ride up with them. And they are like, yes. And then they immediately were like, yeah, you're Shauna, blah, blah, blah. Nice. Uh, I didn't recognize my own friends on the hill, so that's pretty good. I know. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Again, I think you need the obnoxious jacket. That'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, it was super fun to do a couple laps with them. And Well, what up, Brooke and Connor? What up? What up, Travis heading up north? What and up, Jax? Jax? What up? The BNS in 20 minutes or less is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes. Starting from the 490s, these 1,624 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit shaneholmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. So, with the World Cup on right now, someone on the hockey subreddit the other day brought up the need for a true international hockey tournament featuring the best players in the world because we haven't got that at the last two Olympics, right? Right. And there's like the world championships, but most players don't go. Nobody really watches it. Yeah. Like what about a World Cup of hockey? And I thought that was, it was kind of an interesting discussion where people were talking about, you know, what that would look like. And a few people made a good point that like there just aren't enough countries in the world that care about hockey no. for it to be anywhere near as competitive as the World Cup. Totally. Like, with the World Cup of soccer, like, you, you, we've seen upsets in Qatar, right? There are just so many countries in the world where soccer is so big that you can have, you know, great players from every country. You can have teams that are seated way lower, knock off higher teams. Morocco? Yeah. Yeah. Saudi crazy. Arabia. Yeah. Like, but that, that wouldn't happen in hockey. Nope. Or it'd be very, very unlikely. Like, there's five or six teams that really would have a shot at winning. And then everybody else would be not even close, right? Yep, totally. So it wouldn't look the same. But then someone else suggested, and I thought this was interesting. They said, what if you broke up Canada into the provinces and you held the tournament mm. that way? So rather that than Canada, be fun. Because I, people have remarked before at the Olympics how Canada is so deep that we could send multiple teams to the Olympics that would all have a shot at winning. Yep. There are guys who get cut who are Olympic caliber players for sure. Totally. So what if you did it by province? That would be fun. Or even, I mean... Some of the smaller provinces maybe couldn't compete very well, but what about by region? You know, what if you had... Even some of the small... Yeah, I guess not. But even like Saskatchewan has tons of good players. That, yeah, and historically has. Like, yeah. They punch well above their weight in terms of developing talent. Or even consider like Nova Scotia. Yeah. Like your your top forwards on Team Nova Scotia would be Sidney Crosby, Brad Marchand, Nathan McKinnon. Like that is... That's, that's insane. stacked. Yeah. Like, that line could go up against anybody in the world. Yeah. So... It would be interesting. I mean, you could even go like Maritimes. Yep. You could go Western Canada. You mm-hmm. could ha- you could you could probably split Ontario in two. Have Northern Ontario and Toronto. Definitely. Yeah. Because Ontario would be so deep. I mean, that Quebec, would be fun. It'd be so much fun, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like even to do it just within Canada. Yeah. I mean, of course, the NHL is unlikely to agree to this. Of course. Right, because they typically don't want their players getting hurt. Um, I think we. <laughs> Come on, let's make it happen. How do we do this? It'd be great. World That'll Cup be of Hockey, awesome. but with Canadian provinces instead yes. of 
So and everybody's so like, passionate about their hometown provinces and stuff. Like it would be so that would be great. Yeah, so yeah. Cheer for Team Alberta or even Team Western Canada. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of like they do with curling. Mm-hmm. But it'd be a ton of fun. And Canada is so deep at hockey that we would have, like, the, some of the smaller provinces would have a legitimate shot. Yeah. Which would be tough. I think goaltending is maybe where we'd run into trouble because there are some provinces that just haven't produced an NHL goaltender in a long time, if not ever. That's fair. Uh, that's fine, though. You know, just throw whoever in there. Yeah, it's just fine. pull up some dude from, from Beer League. Yep. <laughs> some get, dude gets Get the Zamboni yeah. driver back there. Okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Do you like going to the strip club? No. Do you know any guys who genuinely like going to the strip club? Yeah, I know a few. Do you? I know a few guys, yeah. Okay. Um, But it almost sometimes seems like a bit of a bit. Yeah. You know, like they're kind of going tongue-in-cheek. Like, I don't know if they really love it as much as they say there, if they're just kind of being, like, crazy. and. Well, this is kind of what I wonder, because we're kind of brought up being told that strip clubs are this, like, quintessential dude-bro night out, that every mm-hmm. guy loves going to the strip club, but every single guy friend that I have admits that they actually don't like going. Like, every time it's like, I actually don't like it. And they all, like, my one friend is like, he feels really awkward at them. And he's like, it, it almost feels invasive. Like, watching this is really weird. And my boyfriend says that he doesn't like to go. And to be fair, I understand he's my boyfriend. So he might be just saying that. But even his buddies are like, no, like, if we go, we kind of have to drag him. But I only know one person <laughs> who openly admits to liking the strip club. And everybody else is kind of like, I don't like it. Yeah, it's not for me. And no. if I were to suggest to my to most of my friends, like, hey, let's go to the strip club, they'd be like, what? Yeah. No. It's, <laughs> it's an odd thing. It's almost do... like it's a bit for every guy. Yeah. Like, you only go to say you're going, but nobody really wants to go, it seems. I do have some friends that like to go and, like, spend a ton of money. Like, oh, okay. And I think it's almost kind of like, it's almost kind of a joke. Yeah. That's what like, it seems like, yeah. right? Like, or a display of, I don't know, something. Right? Yeah, it's like, like wealth or. On a bachelor party or something, they're just like, let's go completely crazy tonight. And that involves going to, the strip going club. to a strip club. But, but it's so, it's the idea of it. Like, nobody actually, I don't think, likes going. It's the idea of it that is. A yeah. Su- a, 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 someone is genius. Whoever came up with the idea is genius and has sold everybody on the fact that they need to go there to have like a big night out, you know? I think there would be lots of people who do enjoy going though. Do you? Yeah. All right. So maybe Um, I just have a lot of nerdy friends or something. That's the other thing I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe all my friends are just super nerdy, but. Well, I think the last time I was at a strip club is when I was, when I lived up in Northern BC, there would be a traveling stripper come through and they would work like a week in and then they'd take the train out and then another one would come in. And if if the stripper was good looking, then word would travel through town that the stripper was hot. Oh my god! And then the <laughs> the place would be full that that week. Yeah, um, I so. a friend of mine did tell me about a strip club. He used to go, he used to, he grew up in Atlanta. And there was okay. a strip club there where the stripper would actually crush cans of beer with her jugs. Oh! And I was like, now that I would go see. Is there a place around here where I can check that out? That would be worth checking out. I think. Is That'd there be worth a woman seeing. here who is U boats? She can crush. She takes. She crushes some beer with. Because that would be awesome. Got a pair of them recycling jammers. Hey. Oh That's, my god. And then you hear about some of the really wild stuff that happens in like Mexico and Southeast Asia at some of those places, right? Right. Yeah. Like, that sounds even a little too intense for me. I think. Well, there's full out like so, the sex clubs, right? Which yeah. is a different thing because then you go and you watch like a full out show, and that's yeah. what you're watching. Which is that's yeah, that's next level, but. No, I just want to see. That'd be for me either. (laughs) I want to see a woman with her melons, and I want to see her crush a can, and I would be super happy with that. V and S in twenty minutes or less. I saw an ad for a music festival called Winteruption. 
That's a good pun. Oh, that's, yeah, I've seen that actually. Yeah, that's a great pun. There are several festivals around the world called Mm, Winteruption. So it's such a good pun that many people have latched on to it. Makes sense, yeah. I was thinking, really, we should be, it's not really, is it a pun or a portmanteau? Be a portmanteau, wouldn't it? Technically a portmanteau, yeah. Yeah. We should be using winter and the prefix inter more often in in pun form because it works so well, right? Yeah. Like sexual winter course. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Suggest some of that this evening, some sexual winter course. You just call it winter course. Because, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it, as we say, when it gets cold out there, you cozy up at home and you, you stay do. inside. You have, you have winter course. You have winter course. <laughs> okay. I think that's going to stick. Yeah. I think that is. I really a, like it. Home run. Winter um, pipeline. No. Also. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Chinooks are the real winter options, aren't they? No, they are. Yeah. You're right. You don't call them Chinooks. Call them... Winteruptions. Winteruptions. Oh, we got another Winteruption coming Man, up today. We're on fire Holy. here. <laughs> v and S in 20 minutes or less. Well, I know we just did a little victories, Beckler, but I've got another one for you. Little victories? Little little, little, victories. little joy snacks? Little, little joy. snacks of mm. joy? Hang on. I think mm. I have our little victories music here. Okay, good. Mm. Little victories. Yeah. Nice. That feels good. Uh, this is a super simple one, real quick, but we were chatting last week, I think it was, about how Air Canada stopped flying from Calgary to Saskatchewan. Yeah, and we said that kind of sucks because there are lots of people who yeah. have family there, have ties there. Your boyfriend lives there. My family lives there. Yeah. Uh, so good news. I just read that Flair Air is now starting up flights from Calgary to Saskatoon. Oh, are they cheap? And they're dirt cheap. Uh, I looked a random weekend in June. I think it starts in May is when those flights start. And round trip, $96. Wow, that's pretty good. So that is damn cheap. Uh, it's funny because after the Air Canada thing, my concern was that flight prices would go up, and they mm-hmm. did. So it was about 500 bucks for the cheapest I could find. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a problem. And then now that this has been announced, yeah, $96 round trip. I think the average price is about 119 round trip. Okay. So if you have family out that way, you could now go and visit them for $119 bills. Yeah, 500 bucks would just like... I mean, we're a family of four. We're not paying $2,000 to fly to Saskatchewan, no. right? So No, and I fly so often that just like, it makes it really tough. It's like, okay, so we're going to really limit those flights. No, mm-hmm. I'm not attempting to sprinkle any salt on this snack of joy here. But yeah. Flair Airlines, I've never flown with them. I know, is it is it a risk? Like, if I were to fly with the kids. People complain about it- Flair because of various things. It's a, it's a discount airline. Yeah. So everything is extra. Right. That is so the thing with Flair. So you bring you your own snacks. Light, yeah. yeah. If you can bring all your own food and stuff, which most people do now anyway, that's an issue. Uh, the other thing I've heard is that they, if a flight is canceled, the problem is, is that you might have to wait till way later that day for the next flight. Yeah, um, that's what I'm worried about, because if I had prob- the kids, that would like make me regret going anywhere. But it's the same with any airline. When when flights are delayed or canceled, it's always going to be a big pain in the arse. So really... I guess that is the risk you take when you, yeah, when you fly, that's right? That's it. I've taken three flare flights, and I've had no issues. So... Uh, and I'll be taking a lot more, so I guess I can tell you firsthand once these start up. Sure. Maybe I'll let you go first and yeah. see how... <laughs> Do the test run for you a few times and get it narrowed down. I would say a $100 flight to Saskatchewan is a little victory. That is a little victory. Little victory. Little victory. Little victory. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. I had a request to look into the phrase, right as rain... And I thought That's about an that. Odd one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, no, I don't know. And this is a super simple one, and it makes perfect sense, but it originated in England when it rained all the time. 
So saying right as rain was basically like you expect something just as much as you expect rain. Rain is dependable rain because is it normal. happens all the time. It's a very normal thing. So that's where it comes from is right as rain because it rains all the time in England. So that phrase really only works in places that get that's what quite I was thinking. A bit, like around here. No. Right. Rain it is, doesn't make sense. No, not we at all. We hardly get any rain. Vancouver, it, it would make sense. If it rains three days in a row here, people are like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Here, I was like, we have to change that. We're going to have to change the phrase, I think, because when we say it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, right as sun would make more sense here. Sure we have would. one of the we're one of those sunniest places in Canada, right? Sure would. Right as balls cold in the winter, but that's uh-huh. too that's too wordy. Right as if you don't like the weather, just wait 5 minutes. <laughs> Oh my God, you hate me, don't oh you? Oh my God, everything. You just hate me so much. Also, that's in a commercial now. <laughs> Is it's it really? It's in a commercial for the city, and it drives me bonkers. For the city of Calgary? Yeah, it's for like, I don't know, one of the towing companies or something, but yeah, they say that in the commercial now, and I'm like, okay, I've I've heard that phrase far too much lately. <laughs> but it would make more sense than right is rain it around sure here, would. wouldn't You're it? right, yeah. So... <laughs> Right is, if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. Etymology with Shauna. You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.